For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Local Youth Worker. We're talking to talking to Dr. John Kwasney all this week. Um John, uh, typically on Wednesdays we talk to um, youth workers and we ask them encouraging uh, truths or a truth that they reflect on for perspective in youth ministry. So today we're asking something similar. Um, what, what are some truths uh, that fuel your passion for teaching? Uh, that's that's a great question. Uh, you know, it's uh, I've been I've been teaching a long time, uh, fifty one years old this year, and so I've been around uh, the church all my life, teaching uh, from a young age, teaching children, teaching youth, getting to teach adults, and it, it's it's exciting uh, over time how the, the passion that fuels your teaching first comes from your relationship with Christ. You know what 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 fuels my desire to to teach God's word, to teach theology, to to see uh, students and children and adults grow uh, is a love for Christ. And it, to me, it's got to start there. If it's, if it's not, then it's more about you, right? It's more about the thing you like to do. And, and certainly is a passion of mine because I've done it for so long and feel like it's a calling. Uh, but it first starts with, I, I love Christ and I love him and I love to proclaim him. I love to talk about him. And he shows up all through scripture and all through any lesson and all through any principle and any, uh, any topic that we have to talk about in this life. And so that, that for me is what first fuels my passion. And if I'm not feeling very passionate at the time to teach, uh, it's time to check my heart first and you know, not just am I, you know, too tired, too busy, all those things. So uh, that's first on my list of uh, just uh, having a love for Christ and a love for witness, because in the end, that's what teaching is. It's being, it's the, it's answering the call to be His witness wherever you are in whatever setting you are. Uh, I would say a second one is uh, uh, accordingly is is a love for the next generation. Now I joke, I've joked, John and I have known each other a long time, and I've joked for a long time with John that I have a list of about 65 reasons why I'd never be a youth worker. Uh, because, I thought it was more than 65. <laughs> it's grown over time. <laughs> There's, I, I love adult education, love children's ministry, and some would say, you know, uh, youth, youth ministry is not for me. Uh, but that does not uh, mean that I don't have a, a deep uh, and abiding love for the next generation of all ages. Uh, we, we, again, are raising uh, the next generation, uh, I mean, corporately as a church and as a world, and what kind of generation will they be? Uh, I've loved to see them be Christ followers. I have, a, uh, I think, a godly fear that uh, we, we don't uh, end up with a judge's generation. You know, as it, it, whenever I get to the end of Joshua and see that whole uh, <clears throat> scene, Joshua 
as a master teacher instructing that generation and calling on them in application, you know, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Will you serve the Lord? And the whole crowd says, yes, we will serve the Lord. And then Joshua says, no, you won't. You're not going to serve the Lord. You're not going to do it, which is a great teaching technique, by the way. And the next, and the, and the people say, no, we're going to, we're going to. And so you get left at the end of Joshua with all that generation follows the Lord. And then you turn the page. And then you come up with Judges, the next generation after Joshua died and all that generation died, a generation rose up that knew not the Lord. And so if we don't have a passion for the next generation, we're going to have those generations. And we've had them before. And some might argue we've got a generation like that possibly now. I'm hopeful uh, that we don't, that we're going to have a generation that that loves the Lord. And that fuels uh, my teaching. That fuels uh, not only a love for them, but a godly concern for what they're inundated with, what they're dealing with every day, and how they need to love Christ, know God, know His Word. Yeah, I think that that's a very sobering truth to reflect on. And, and I, I like how you're um, kind of framing that, a godly fear, uh, that ultimately we know God is sovereign, God is reigning and ruling. Um, but at the same time, there is great responsibility He's given to us um, to pass the faith on to the next generation. So... It is a sobering thought for sure, and, and hopefully that, that fuels others' passion to, to pass the truth on. Yeah, and I, I think, uh, again, what, what rolls into my next point would be uh, a love for the Word of God. Uh, at the core of our teaching in ministry as believers uh, is always the Word of God, has to be. Again, we're not up there just sharing opinion uh, from behind the pulpit or for, uh, behind the lectern. We're not up there just telling stories. Uh, we're up there primarily teaching the Word of God. And so if our teaching isn't fueled by a passion that we just love the Word of God, that we love to read it, we love every story of it, uh, that every time I, I read another story, another section, another text, all I can think about is how to tell someone else about that, whether it's teaching my, my own children uh, teaching my next Sunday school class that's coming up, teaching my next Bible study. Uh, and so <clears throat> even, you know, sometimes this is a little side point, but sometimes we separate, you know, reading the Word of God devotionally from reading it in preparing for a lesson. I get the difference. I get why both are necessary. But even when you read the Bible devotionally, that should roll into a, 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 an eye for how am I going to share this? How am I going to teach this? They are not such separate and distinct categories of approaching the Word of God because what we do devotionally is we are teaching ourselves and we're teaching our own hearts. And then what we do in planning and organizing to teach someone else is moving it from my heart to your heart. Yeah, very, very good point um, because that, that is true. I mean, sometimes it can seem like you know, if we're in full-time ministry, um, we, we need to separate uh, our devotional life um, from our, you know, vocational life. Um, and so, like you said, that those truths can apply across the board. And um, anyway, that's just, just some good perspective on that. I would say another uh, reason or another truth that fuels my passion is, is probably what emerges out of Proverbs and other places in Scripture. Whenever we see uh, the topic of wisdom, in contrast to folly, uh, when we when we think again of youth and children and teaching, 
uh, we have to think we have a bunch of fools in front of us. And that's not insulting, hopefully. They're made in the image of God, and we love them. But they're fools, a lot of them. They're in folly. They're practicing folly. They're struggling in foolish acts. They're, they haven't achieved the goal of wisdom. And some would argue that one of the great themes of Scripture is the moving of folly to wisdom in, in underneath the fear of God, underneath the grace of God, by the love of God. And so part of what fuels a teacher is hopefully not just frustration in a youth's uh, foolishness, but a, a strong desire to see that folly transformed into wisdom, to see them move. And how exciting is it when we see our teenagers um, uh, who were once very foolish in their words, in their thoughts, in their actions, uh, move uh, to wisdom, move to the wise application of God's word in their day-to-day life. So that should that should fuel your passion. Yeah. So we have license to call them fools right when they show up. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But that, that is a good a good point you bring up because that can sound harsh. I mean to to say that, but at the same time, it is a scriptural truth. Um, and like you said, they're made in the image of God, um, but they are developing and they don't have it all figured out. And so we're trying to impart that wisdom uh, to help them to turn away from their foolish ways. So that's just some good advice. And I, I just have one last thing. I think what, what fuels, I'm, I'm a guy, uh, John, you know this because we share th- this quality uh, that loves to study the culture loves to learn the culture, even uh, sometimes things I don't want to know about the culture, whether, again, it's in, in the, the mediums of television, movies, music, uh, social media, what we see around us all the time. But I, I think as I've grown older, I've had more and more of a passion uh, to help uh, adults, youth, and children and, and being uh, able to discern the times, to understand the times that we live in, to understand the culture, to not just passively sit by and absorb it without thought, uh, to be able to see through it, uh, to be able to understand it, to be able to transform it, hopefully, uh, at places and in times. Uh, and so, uh, you know, teaching is, uh, is that sort of effort, is, is to not only be teaching the Word of God, but teaching the world uh, of God, teaching what's going on around us in the world so that we can understand it rightly, we can live in it rightly, and that applies so much to teaching our youth. Yeah, very good point. I forget who um, said this. Maybe, John, you can remember, but who said um, that he would have a Bible in one hand and a newspaper in the other? Um, I believe John Stott quotes <coughs> that a lot. But I believe that's D.L. Moody who okay. did that, yeah. <clears throat> Somebody can correct us, yeah. but anyway, that's some good advice to be a studier of the culture. So um, thanks, John. That's very helpful. 